0: Here we go. 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 This, this is, is, it. is it.
1: This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson.
0: I'm Sam Delaney.
1: Oh, there was that pause again. That that just
0: no. That
1: split second there pause wasn't. you've done again. You've done it again.
0: Split, split second. What have you become, Chris Evans or something? Have it you was, become like? really like pedantic about like the audio have you got like are you like chris evans and you're like an obsessive over like the 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 sound the sonic (laughs) delivery of your podcasts
1: possibly it's not it's not Mm -hmm. about the sonic delivery it's about the fact that i think that pause is put there by you just the split second i refer to was the split second between when you should have spoken and to when you actually did speak. Now I could I could just say nothing about it and just cut that split second out in the edit. But it, 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 it bugs me. It really? Listen, bugs mate,
0: me. The only thing that's going on in the edit is you adding in a split second to make me look like a dick. <laughs> because in real life there isn't a split second. You're Fucking adding one hell.
1: in there. To make me done.
0: either look incompetent, in which case, I don't think anyone thinks any different anyway, so you're wasting your time. That, that so ship that, sailed.
1: That's a two-way right. power play. You've just you've just doubled down on the power play. You've done the split second, and then you've turned it around. You've gaslit me. You've gaslit nah. me. You've said it's not it's not me. It's you.
0: Don't mate. Don't talk to me about gaslighting. I'm being gaslit left, right, and bloody centre. Oh yeah. Who's gaslighting you now? Both my kids, especially my daughter.
1: Well, that's what kids do, obviously.
0: Just non-stop gaslighting, and yeah. I constantly am involved in it as well that's the thing I should be the adult I should be rising above it but I get sucked into these mad arguments that become really juvenile Mm -hmm. and I just start the other day I nearly did a mum cuss on my own daughter which would have been basically cussing my own wife I think she said so and I'll go yeah your mum and then you're like this is not good parenting it's not good parenting but you know who here can really say they are a good parent? No, no. I mean I, you know. I get it. I I, yeah.
1: I get I get the abuse from my son and he, he does it on a podcast that we do together called yeah, Beans on that's... Toast.
0: Beans on and Toast. I thought it was called Dad and Lad.
1: Ah, there's another one now. Dad and Lad's the one that I present, right? Right. And Beans on Toast is his podcast, which is gonna have other guests on. As well like as you. Kids from school and things like yeah. that. So yeah. So it's that's called a good Beans idea. on Toast. And he calls that's... himself DJ Beans in it. For oh, some reason.
0: I'm gonna and fucking I'm, listen to this.
1: And I'm Andy Toast, and it just always yeah. begins I get introduced by it's just a torrent of abuse at the start of each episode. But this he hasn't got anyone awesome. else. He hasn't got anyone else to come on his stupid podcast as no. a guest. So He's self producing.
0: He's yeah. self producing, which is hard when you've got a busy schoolboy schedule. I mean, me and you, we've just got adult man schedules, yeah. which you know It's but when you're a school when you're a schoolboy, your schedule's much busier. And so it must be hard for him to make sure he's lined up top guests. I love the idea of a podcast where young, like boys or kids, just come on and, and moan about their parents, but like <laughs> yeah. really bad, like really slag them off. It'd yeah. be really funny.
1: Yeah, we would be another one. <laughs> and it'd be good
0: for them as well. It'd be cathartic because they have to get it off their chest, don't they? They're getting exactly. shit left, right and centre um, from us.
1: While we're doing podcast crossover stuff, um, I'm currently holding in my hand Bob Mortimer's honker. Would you like to hear it?
0: Yeah, go on. There how you come go. you've got how come you've got Bob Mortimer's honker in your hand?
1: Well, he, he left it in the studio when we did Mince on Friday. So i nicked it.
0: It's so a good, it's are. a good sound. I've heard it on Mince before, but it sounds somehow better hearing it this way.
1: Yeah. So there we are. I thought I'd drop that in as well. Um
0: Hey, uh, I saw last night I went round for dinner at the Stray Man's house. Original oh. Stray Man.
1: Yeah.
0: And he, and he updated- a couple of th- a couple of things happened um he told me about a story a bullshit where he got lost in bullshit really deep and i started Mm. to think this could be a new subcategory of bullshit right Right. of people who you start to bullshit and then the bullshit gets out of hand and before you know it you're like you know years have gone by do you remember a <laughs> band called darts apparently they were big in the yeah, um, late do. 70s Yeah very much so Okay I thought you might I don't I didn't remember them but uh the stray man shares a surname with the lead singer of darts right Right Okay should I say it I don't know he might know. have his identity the, to the, protect Yeah that people the, can was, it's in the actually, public domain Th- the there was domain.
1: two, th- uh, As well, there was two lead singers at Darts. One of them left after a while, so uh, I think you've got a bit of room well, for manoeuvre there. Well, I have to say there. the
0: name of this lead singer All and right, okay. risk exposing Stray Man's true identity because it's a really funny name. Okay. Den, Den Hegarty.
1: Den Hegarty, yeah.
0: Den and Hegarty.
1: Den, Den Hegarty went to appear in Tiswas, I think, regularly.
0: Is that right? Well, it yeah. says Darts was a nine-piece British do wop revival band. <laughs> Do yeah. are they a big hit yeah that achieved chart success in the late 70s right okay they were from brighton so stray man shares the same surname right. and at school to try and get attention he <laughs> <laughs> I and mean, you can see where this is going to yeah. try and get attention at school I like it he claimed that he's I think it, that that Den Hegarty was his uncle. He right. said he was his, and he said he even got he got his he didn't get his story straight because first he was claiming that it was his dad's brother, and then mm. he changed and said it was his mum's brother. But mm. he managed to get away with it. No one picked him up on it. And he said he was Den Hegarty's son, and he got lots of attention. It paid off.
1: Well, but it of course, would do, yeah.
0: Of course, he then got so into it, he started going deeper with the lie, right, right. and. Um, I can't remember all the details of it, but my, my favourite bit, well, there's two favourite bits. One bit was, as it, as Christmas approached, they said, will you be seeing Den Hegarty at Christmas? Like, yeah. it's Scott He went, yeah, he always comes over at Christmas. Of course he does, <laughs> Uncle Den. And they said, oh, he's probably really rich. What's he going to get you? And he goes, I don't know. And then he, as as Christmas approached, they said, have, have, you, what, do you, have you got any more news on what, what your Uncle Den Hegarty might be getting you? And he went, oh, well, put it this way. He dropped it round the other day, it's still under the tree, <laughs> wrapped up, but um, it's quite large and rectangular, right, <laughs> building them up, and they're like, oh, fucking hell, I wonder where it could be, and then Christmas came and went, and he went in, and he, by this stage, he was half open. they'd stop asking questions, so he realised he was getting deeper, but they yeah. did ask him first day back, what did you get from your Uncle Den, and he said he got me a guitar. And then, of course, they all wanted to come round to see the guitar that had been got for him by Den Hegarty. But he had to keep lying deeper (laughs) and saying the guitar (laughs) had gone off for a retune or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, the best bit of this story is, right, he said it was awful and he had to get his sister involved and she had to lie on his behalf to back him up. And it was just like a nightmare and he wished he'd never started. A couple of years ago, right, straight man's now in his 50s, a couple of years ago. He's gone back to where he's from, which is Halifax, right, for a school oh. reunion. A school reunion, right? <laughs> he gets there. The first bloke he sees, right, is now Den some Higgity. sort of senior police officer. He comes over to him, and the first thing he says is, Oh, I remember you. Aren't you wasn't Den Hegerty from Darts your uncle? And he's gone yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah he is he goes how is he says, he goes oh still the <laughs> same old dad <laughs> goes, surely that was the moment where you could own the lie and go yeah. mate you oh, know oh god it he's was bollocks. It. I, I was a school kid it was bollocks that's all in the past I'm really uh, you know I just lied fuck it whatever we all do silly things when we're kids but he didn't he's in his 50s and he continued to claim that someone from darts was his uncle ha <laughs> <laughs> ha
1: Four decades on, he's revived the yeah. lie for no reason whatsoever. Now, do Fantastic. any hunters
0: out there have a lie, a bullshit, mm. that has gone on longer than that? I don't
1: than think the anybody Hegarty, could have.
0: Than the, than the Den Hegarty bullshit. Uh, if you have, and you can provide some semblance of evidence, we'd love yeah. to hear from you.
1: At this point, I'd like to turn to Wikipedia and tell you that Den Hegarty uh, lives in Devon now and is a lecturer in psychology at Exeter wow. College. And with the Open University, but he still sings in his spare time. Oh, uh, he fronts an acapella band called Slackapella <laughs> and a 15-piece outfit called Soul Traders. And he also sings with the doo-wop group, the Metronones. Sorry, the Metrotones. So I think if we do any kind of uh, Top Flight Time Machine live event this year, we'll be uh, we'll be getting Den Hegarty along to provide some musical accompaniment.
0: Oh, that'd be great. would be <laughs> great?
1: And the stray Man as well. We'll get him on as well. We can do a well,
0: we could sort of unite them together. It'd <laughs> yeah, be great. reunite we, they could, them more like. The, yeah, they could sing out, couldn't they? <laughs> yeah. The Hegarty brothers. We could call them.
1: We'll get to sing as well, though, won't we?
0: Of course, we will. We're not going to do any We're live singing. events without us singing.
1: Good. Oh, just um,
0: that was everyone's favourite bit of our last <laughs> yeah, live event.
1: Definitely. I still haven't seen the video of that. I have oh, seen the video. I of
0: that. might post it tonight. Yeah. Fuck why it. not? Maybe the time has come. There's Probably. a you know, as the as the expectations and excitement build towards our first live event of 2019 which may <laughs> yeah. be taking place in the north country we don't know but mm. there's you know few rumors um it's time to wet people's appetites like when star wars do a teaser trailer yeah months in advance yeah by just re- letting out a little bit of the sort of quality uh showbiz entertainment you're going to be seeing when we next perform live um also I wanted to say A quick word about something that I hate that also came up yesterday when I was at Strayman's house. Okay. Well, I'll give you the backstory. Backstory is Strayman's daughter, stray daughter, (laughs) she was ill off school and her mum said to her, listen, if you can't go to school tomorrow, it's going to be a bit of a problem because me and dad are both working. uh, I could get grandma to come up, but it's like two Mm. hours away. If you're really, really, are you sure you're really on? She went, I am. I definitely can't go into school. You're going to have to get granny to come up, right? It's quite a big deal. So, bad luck for stray daughter because stray mum goes off to make the call. She comes back in the room 10 minutes later after a chat and goes, okay, that's all sorted. And stray daughter goes, oh, great. So is granny coming? No, unfortunately, she can't make it. So, granddad said he'll come instead. She had her face fucking dropped.
1: <laughs> What's wrong with granddad? Uh,
0: well, put it this way I said the same thing. And she said, Well, she was feeling pretty ill. And when I got in from work, she was sat looking really ill and really tired in her pajamas at the table, playing chess with granddad. And right. granddad had been lecturing her on how important deep concentration was when playing the game of chess. <laughs> and I think what she probably had in mind when she tried to blag this day off was yeah. Granny and her watching the Wizard of Oz yeah. in their slippers, feet up, yeah. a pot of tea and endless Cadbury's fingers. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe a tin of Heinz tomato soup, which yeah. is great off-school ill food. Do you Bit know what I mean? Aid. Bit of Lucasade, Maybe Crown Court. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Instead, she's being lectured on the importance of deep concentration during chess, and I thought to myself, "Do you know what I hate?" And I'm going to tell Andy this to see if he hates it too. But I hate one of my most hated things in life is concentrating. Right, (laughs) it's fucking um, boring, isn't it?
1: I can't think of any any circumstances where I concentrate all that much, really.
0: (laughs) Wow, I'm kind of eradicating. But that's because you are a man. And yeah, it's not often I bring myself to give you a compliment, but you have diligently built a life that is almost approaching dream life. Right, yeah. in my opinion. And it's a life devoted only to your own pleasure. And yeah. one of the things you've successfully done is to create a lifestyle that requires no concentration.
1: <laughs> I think you're right, yeah. Apart from and when that, I'm driving. And-
0: and, you know, I, and I doff my hat to you for that, because I'm sure there was a time in your life that you did have to concentrate. And yeah. one day you snapped and you thought, fuck this. Yeah. I need to find a way out of this concentrating hell.
1: I used to uh, I used to work at a Lloyd's TSB call centre oh. in 2003, and there's a lot of concentrating involved in that. Quite Is intense, there? like for eight-hour periods. And I oh. do remember one morning I, did, I looked at the, the little clock on the screen, at the start of my 9am shift, and it said 9.03. And I thought, what you just said there, I thought, fuck this. Yeah. And I left quite soon afterwards. Did you? There was too much concentrating going on.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Too much concentrating. Concentrating like someone, and a a granddad telling you, this is why it's important to concentrate. Mm. You think, do you know what? Fuck that. I've done enough concentrating, and I've never had fun Mm -hmm. whilst having to concentrate. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought I'd have a, that's my... Little, that's my thought for the day about the perils yeah. of concentrating. I'm sure I, there's I, a lot of candidates out there who'll agree.
1: I can't think of any circumstances when I do any real proper concentrating apart from driving and mm. maybe doing a bit of like cooking that involves you know not burning stuff. That's that, yeah, but that's not that's not
0: hardcore concentration, that's just a little bit of focus. And also, I had to drive out to the countryside on Friday. And on my way back, it was dark, rainy. It was Friday night. I was driving down country lanes to begin with before I hit hit the motorway. It was a long drive home on my own. Mm. And it was dark and rainy, like I say. And it was fucking brilliant. It was the best Friday night I've had in years, mate.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: I was just on the road, on my own. Just by yourself. The dark, the rain, my own music on the stereo. Nobody bothering me. Just enough concentration.
1: Just enough concentration
0: to is, get by. Yeah, exactly. It was minimal concentration mm. because what I was going to say was modern cars don't require you to concentrate that much. <laughs> They've got sat-nav telling you what to do. They've got power steering. Yeah. It's an automatic, so I only have to use one foot, right, <laughs> most of the way home on the motorway. There wasn't much traffic. And lots. I've even got a voice-activated thing in my car so I can tell it what radio station to go on, right? Wow. Uh, it's a bit like Kit. It's basically like Kit yeah, for my right Yeah, fucking hell. Flash and, and, uh, it's, um And you don't really need to concentrate. So I was no. just chilling out in my car for two hours on mm. Friday night, and it was sensational. By the end, I had the music ramped right up. I was yeah. singing my lungs out, yeah. and I just felt great.
1: You'd never felt more alive. No outside influencers, no outside no, agents no one was bothering getting me. to you.
0: There was no one in the back seat nagging. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Nagging. Yeah. There was no whinging. There was no one saying, oh, "I spilt my juice everywhere, all over the seat." There was no none one else of that has shit.
1: Childish needs to be catered to. Just you and I, the oh, open there's,
0: there's no one going. I need a wee. Can we stop? Mm. Can we stop? I did stop, but I stopped because yeah. I saw a fucking drive-through Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> and that was my that was i was stopping on my own terms stop
1: on your own terms exactly St- yeah. on
0: my own terms i got a grab bag of walkers and a, and a fucking americano mate <laughs> and i didn't rush either therefore i know i'm not i'm not being expected home anytime i'm gonna sit here in the car park at this at these services yeah. and eat these crisps and drink this coffee and just stare out the window at that sort of weird little hotel thing that truck drivers and wh- whoever murderers stay in, and just look at it. Imagine what it would be like to to live yeah. in it, and yeah, just like it was the middle of the evening. Let's say it was eight thirty, and I'm there, just off the M4 in a services, just staring and eating a grab bag of walkers. And Did- I haven't felt that good since I since I saw The Prodigy in 1996. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and did I you was feel, on ecstasy
0: then and yeah, I wasn't did, on any ecstasy at all on Friday you night
1: natural ecstasy <laughs> yeah
0: natural th- ecstasy that's what did, I called the moment did
1: Did you feel as though you, you were completely like elongate your journey a little bit and take I did. an extra hour you did well that's why I stopped that's why I stopped no, because I mean, did I, you go further did you go out of your way instead of going directly home did you I, like <laughs> waff? off
0: I had two stops one for petrol and I had a bottle of water then and just dicked about a bit you know, yeah. added a few extra songs to the playlist I had lined up for the journey. <laughs> Drive. <laughs> Drive time with Delaney.
1: <laughs> at any Drive. time,
0: did you... um did Road you, grooves. <laughs>
1: <laughs> at, at any time in the service station, did you jump up in the air and click your heels together?
0: Oh, that's what I felt like. I yeah. felt, yeah, I felt like Dorothy when she'd just been given her red slippers. Yeah. Right. I was, feeling. I just felt totally free, totally alive, full of joy. And, yeah, I'll admit, by the time I pulled up outside my house at about 20 to 10, I was a bit crestfallen because I thought, that's it. I've peaked. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Jalapeño. Jalapeño Are you a subscriber to the Iron Filing Society our Patreon paywall money grabbing enterprise? <laughs> if not, why not? It's uh, only going to cost you £3 plus VAT a month and you get exclusive Roy Keane episodes you get the Kevin Keegan episodes a week in advance and you get all the other episodes bereft of adverts such as this um, Here's a little example of what you've been missing out from the new series of The Keane Odyssey The Keen Odyssey
0: you got to remember, if we're comparing Shakespeare and Roy Keane, which yeah. is what we are doing, let's face yeah. it. Shakespeare sat with his fucking quill at his desk or whatever they fucking it that was a day, whatever excuse for a fucking desk they had in them yeah. times, right? Probably in a the, fucking the, mud and the muddy pit,
1: back of a dead ox or something like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Fucking slaving over all of this, you know, to be or not to be, wank bullshit. And fair enough. He did some good lines, but he sat there writing, rewriting, thinking, mm. wringing his hands, going for a fag, walking up and down, contemplating. Wanky. Keen, bang, stick it up your bollocks, you English cunt. The Keen Odyssey. What do you mean here, Damon? When you've written that, I nearly slipped under. Well, I'm just saying that the, the way you, you explained it to me, well, you sounded like had, you boy. you might have been on the edge of some kind of episode.
1: Episode of what? The only episodes I'm interested in is episodes of Neighbours. <laughs> the Keen Odyssey. Whoa, oh, what about that, Sam? Quality right, stuff. Right, it's
0: fucking high quality stuff. It's well worth three quid and more.
1: Of course it is, and it's all like that all the way through, and you're missing out for the price of a shit pint once a month. Fucking sort yourself I you were out. I you going
0: to say for the, for the price of a shit. I thought, well, they're fucking p- making you pay for that now. Wouldn't be surprised.
1: Well, how much do you pay for a shit in a train station toilet? 30 pence? The price you is 10 shits a month.
0: <laughs>
1: the Iron Filing Society, patreon.com slash topflighttimemachine. us or perish? Jalapeño. A few months ago, I was supposed to be coming back from London mm. uh, from doing one of these podcast things, and I was supposed to be back at about... Uh, I don't know, it was like four o'clock in the afternoon. And mm. I basically lied to my kids and said, oh, I'm not going to be back till after 11. <laughs> and uh, I did get back. I did get back in the Northeast at about four. But what <sighs> I did was I went to the Metro Centre. I went around some exactly. shops. I went and got nice. a burger for me tea. And then oh. I went into Newcastle and I went and see a comedian all by myself. It was fucking brilliant. brilliant.
0: Yeah. Just, just a bit of me time and you've got to carve it yeah. out wherever you can. It's important. Of course you have.
1: Don't feel bad about it.
0: Uh, what about Jack Grealish getting a belt from that Birmingham fan? That was good, wasn't it?
1: It was, I mean, uh, Yeah, that was not, entertaining. Not that uh, I've got d-
0: anything against Jack Grealish, of course, although no. he seemed to take it in the spirit in which it was intended, <laughs> which was knockabout fun. I mean, <laughs> Did you this see lad, that
1: picture of him sat there with a big smile yeah, on his face? Yeah, because he
0: knew it was funny. He thought, this lad has been on the piss <laughs> since 8 o'clock with his mates. <laughs> yeah. He's come here, it's a great time, he's having a great time, and suddenly he doesn't know why... Or he's just uh, he's got a rush of blood to the head he's jumped over on and he's given me a, a rubbish, yeah. drunken punch around the side yeah. of the face, and fair play to him he's having a good day, and yeah. then when they dragged him off, I liked the way that he celebrated to his own friends, yeah, that, that was great. blowing kisses at them. yeah, it was fucking brilliant and but the best bit of course, was all the uptight golf <laughs> club fury. that's disgusting <laughs> ah. I can't believe it. There's no place for that in the game. Fuck off. You're just having a bit of fun. Jack Grealish knows it. You want to calm down, granddad? Take a fucking chill pill. The lad's having a good time. It's fun. Everyone who saw it thought it was fun. It was Everyone fun. Everyone's
1: talking about it. So no it one be got good. hurt.
0: No one got hurt. Jack, Jack Grealish was shit punch. Jack Grealish <laughs> is tougher than that guy. He fucking took it no problem. So you No reckon one it got should, hurt. It, should it more was often. fun. And and fans should just
1: come on the pitch willy nilly and just dish out half-ass yeah. blows to players. Yeah, I mean uh, anyone
0: who's pissed enough to jump on the pitch yeah. is not capable of delivering a dangerous punch, and that's the beauty of it. I suppose isn't you're it?
1: right. Yeah, it yeah. means
0: they are by definition harmless, but they're really good fun, and you know the sort of cunts. <laughs> oh, they'll be there, and uh, well, I mean it, the people are disgusting. <laughs> This is why National Service should come back. Uh, there is no place in the game. It was an animal. It's like, mate, he hasn't just nonced a kid. It's not Michael Jackson, right? He hasn't murdered a sex worker, right, and buried her in a ditch. No, He's got pissed. He's jumped on not. the pitch. He's tried <laughs> to it. It's the Birmingham Derby as well. It's not like it's yeah. just happened at some random game. It's the you know, Passions run high. Do
1: you think this should be something that's encouraged in derbies, just or just across the board?
0: My or... attitude is: listen, if it happens, it happens. It's not ideal, but if it does happen, then you just gotta roll with it and with accept it, yeah. it as it was intended, which was a bit of fun.
1: Did you that's see that? That
0: lad thought it was a bit of fun. Jack Grealish knew it a bit of fun. We're all watching at home. <laughs> Any right-minded people watching? I'm fucking pissing themselves laughing, thinking. <laughs> This is great. This is the best <laughs> moment of the weekend, right? And, um, and you know, and it's great to see high blood pressure sort of dickheads going absolutely irate fucking irate about it.
1: Yeah, I think I'm going to kind of meet you halfway, Sam. Um, I kind of agree that it, it was really entertaining, but I don't think it should become de rigueur. What no. I think should happen
0: is... To be honest, it would be less entertaining because it was the surprise factor. The yeah, wildcard factor I, is what I, I liked.
1: What we need to have is that uh, up where the commentators usually sit, in some kind of nest, there <laughs> needs to be a sniper with a tranquilizer gun. Great. And I think if you want to take your chances and run on the pitch and try yeah. and clock someone, you and can that, do that. But then it lends it you, jeopardy. You, you, Yeah, there's got to be some jeopardy. You run the risk of being shot with a tranquilizer dart. You're going to get banned for life anyway. I know do what, it.
0: and I would... I'd, accept, I'd like those odds, partly because, and I think you might agree with me in this, I've always quite liked the idea of being shot with a tranquilizer dart. Right. It could be arranged. Yeah, because, I mean, that would be if there was a thing that, you know, like some blokes like to go paintballing or laser quest yeah. or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Right? If there was something where I could run, be chased in the woods, so it was like human fox hunting. Right? Right. And I was in the woods, and yeah. this sounds like I'm perverted, but I'm not. It
1: does a bit. You haven't even started This isn't yet, a sexual thing.
0: On. This isn't a sexual thing. It all it's is just, really deep down. It's not. It's to do Everything with is. my need to relax. And yeah. I would like to be in some woods, and then they give me a head start, and I just fucking tear off through the woods. They and then I'm a- chased. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm chased, and they shoot me with a tranquilizer dart. But yeah. It's quite a powerful one, because I'm right. quite big. Yeah. And it, shoot, they sh- it shoots into my ass, And again, that's not sexual. It's just that my ass is the fleshiest part of my body. So it right. would be the least painful. Mm. And it's so strong that within seconds, that's it, I'm out. down by. I'm in a lovely out. deep sleep. And when I wake up, part of the mm. deal that you paid for a package, right? I wake up in, let's say, a Holiday Inn room. Yeah. And it's nice. And I've just been put there. And there's fresh flowers and some water. And, and some you get, crisps. You and a bowl, a bowl of, of crisps.
1: Night, you get steal for the night.
0: And you just stay, and you have a little note saying, you lasted, and it tells you how long you lasted <laughs> before <laughs> getting shot in the arse. And, that's um, fair enough. Yeah, I just like the idea of being tranquilised, to be honest.
1: Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, I mean, it, it, it's kind of, it's a little bit like the drive you had. It's just, mm. that it's just, you're just craving that time alone, peace yeah. and quiet, and just alone with your thoughts. Oh, not your thoughts, because you're fast mm. asleep.
0: But, um, what what is it Hamlet said to sleep uh, perchance to dream? That's well, what he that's said. Well,
1: that's a good point. Yeah, he was he was right. He was the always he on that, about it. He. And look at him. Yeah, I guess so.
0: I mean, you know, he was he was all people were never quite sure what it was he was on about. But I fucking knew right from the get go. As soon as I it, that, was exposed that, that to one,
1: it, that one that line was all about being tranquilized in the woods.
0: I felt like think. saying to the teacher, listen. Can we, we can get this lesson over with if you just let old Delaney here take the stage. <laughs> As you can imagine, I was often quite keen to Tim. have my say in a mm. classroom setting.
1: That does surprise me.
0: And I'm like, listen, <laughs> stop it. This is a stupid industry in ambiguity, right? Like, yeah. you can't keep the Shakespeare industry going, which is one of the engines of our fucking economy, of our tourist economy. Yeah, You've got to keep it going. Now... If everyone, if it, if the story was seemed appeared to be as simple as fucking Mr. Tickle, right? Mm. <laughs> then they wouldn't have so much longevity. So people have to fucking speculate. Don't know. Oh, maybe he meant this. Maybe he meant that. No one fucking knows no. because it's all gobbledygook. That's why Shakespeare wrote it like that. And that's why well, you, Shakespeare you, didn't write and play know. in plain English because he's trying to fucking get everyone confused. But I fucking saw through it. Yeah, he's trying to get inside your head. I fucking saw through it from the start. This bloke's knackered. He wants a kip. Yeah, and that, and it—that's great. That's what makes it so universal. Because every bloke I know is knackered and wants a kip.
1: Yeah, well, is it not something cheese-related? Because he's, he's to sleep, a chance to dream. You've got more yeah. chance of having a dream if you've had some cheese before you go. To sleep. I
0: don't know if they'd invented cheese in those days.
1: oh they must have done. Surely. so cheese
0: is, cheese is like a twentieth-century thing, isn't it? Wasn't it developed by NASA for the astronauts because Was they it? couldn't take normal food like cereal because it would float around oh. everywhere? I didn't so know it that. got it got invented as a type of space food.
1: I wonder if you could get a tranquilizer dart that contained a high-intensity dose of cheese. So <laughs> yeah. when that goes into your arse,
0: you the cheese goes into
1: your bloodstream, and you're cheesified. Yeah, and it, it brings on a really intense, powerful dream.
0: Yeah, they could put in, like, um, what's that liquid cheese that the Swiss are into that they dip things in? <laughs> Fondue. Yeah. <laughs> stick a bit... Hey, yeah, mate. Right, stick a bit of fondue in that dart, will in you, before you shoot point. me? Quite fancy a bit of a dream up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do the right good dream up if I'm going to have a kit. It's like going to the cinema, but free. That's yeah. the thing about dreams. You get yeah. a great story. Sometimes it's scary. Sometimes it's sexy. Although less so nowadays. Sometimes it's fun. I often wake up from dreams laughing my head off, according to my wife. And she goes, "You were laughing your head off again in the night." And I go, "Yeah, in my dream I thought of the funniest thing, but I can't remember it anymore."
1: Yeah, exactly. Your dreams are probably like a carry-on film with Sid James in them.
0: Yeah, is that that honker you've got there makes a lot of appearances in my dream. <laughs> yeah, my dreams soundtracked by those noises.
1: The other thing I've picked out from this, this weekend's football was a, uh, also Sunday afternoon, Liverpool versus Burnley. And um, uh, Burnley scored from a corner kick. First goal of the match.
0: You know what Scal- that was, don't you? Scouse wind. Scouse wind.
1: Sc- scouse wind. You know what it is? Bill Kenright, right? He's activated the mechanism.
0: And wow. he sent the scouse wind across Stanley Park from Goodison. That's what he's done. Do you know what? soon as that call went in, I was laughing and laughing and laughing because I knew that's a Scouse wind that's and it's Kenwright. been sent by fucking Kenry with his mechanism. And I'm fucking laughing my head off at those Mickey Mouse plastic fucking tourists over on the other side of Stanley Park who don't know how to cope with a proper Scouse wind because they're all from fucking Korea anyway. <laughs>
1: So yeah, but Liverpool went on to win four two anyway. Let's look at the um the results in the prediction league. Yeah. Uh you managed to get four points this weekend, Sam. You got a correct prediction, Leicester versus Fulham. Two one to Leicester. Two one. Yeah. Uh results but also got four points. Right. And sadly I only got two points.
0: What'd you get your points for?
1: Uh Leicester home win, Man no. City home win. That was it. Yeah, piss poor, really. Mm. So your your lead is now fourteen points at the top of the table.
0: Fucking amazing! You're on one hundred and
1: eleven. I'm on ninety seven. Result spots on ninety five. Yeah. Um, don't get complacent. But when's my you know, Keegan
0: meltdown coming? You've,
1: you've got one Where, hand on what, the trophy. M- I think. What
0: month was it when Keegan's Newcastle team started to capitulate?
1: It, it was quite near the end, I think, because uh, they there was just a like game. A it was row like or April something. or something like that. It was quite near the end. Pressure was yeah, really so, getting
0: them. Yeah, So watch this space, hunters because this could go right to the wire. Have we got time for one quick bullshit before we yeah, go? Yeah, of
1: course we have.
0: This is great. Uh, it's from LDP Foster. Luke, his name is. All right, chaps, you may remember my tweet about my bullshitter mate who faked a leg injury and has had three sets of teeth, which you shared with the cunts at Christmas. No, Luke, <laughs> I don't. Do you? No, doesn't matter anyway. This story comes from my wife. A contest, if you will. Ooh, <laughs> I like it. A she cunt. No, contest. I like that. <laughs> a contest, if you will, who has asked me to pass it on. I called it what? Why can't she do it? You fucking do it. <laughs> uh, according to her mate's stepdad, whilst travelling through the Australian outback, he happened upon a woman bleeding to death following a car accident he heroically performed a blood transfusion on this woman using his own blood. What? <laughs> what? You've got a... Uh, oh, no, you, you're dying. You need a full blood transfusion. Ah, oh, we're never going to get one here. We'll need to fly in docks. i will take ages the to car. fly out here.
1: <laughs> I've got some drinking straws in the car.
0: Yeah, it's don't worry. One. What I'll do is I'll pop one into my vein and I'll siphon out blood. And then I'll just blow it into your vein or up your bum or whatever and um and you you should be right as right right he never pre- he never confirmed how he performed this fairly complicated medical procedure with no medical training nor presumably the correct sterilized equipment hand well we've just explained that it's understood that the woman survived her or- ordeal although. Further information is scarce. Love the show. Keep it cunty, Luke. Thanks, Luke. That's a good one. Brilliant. Mm.
1: Okay, uh, we'll be back tomorrow with a full mailbag delve. More bullshits yeah. and all that sort of thing. Um quickly news of that news before we go.
0: Uh yeah, let's do it.
1: All right. Uh you won't like this first one because it's a bit sad, but I'll, I'll give you it anyway. Doctor tells man he's dying via video robot. Uh eight. Oh, not bad. A billionaire diamond trader, 65, dies during penis enlargement surgery. Ten. And I love finally, stories about
0: penis enlargement surgery.
1: <laughs> this is the, the best, I think. California man accused of pouring diesel on neighbor's home claims he was trying to kill a ghost.
0: <laughs> Ten. Yes. That's, a, that's like a, the perfect tip-top-like time machine story.
1: <laughs> I think it
0: is. I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> right, for, you, can't, this you, you can't burn a ghost <laughs> you cannot burn a ghost it's impossible <laughs> most ghosts can't be stopped yeah. certainly not without a priest but fire they're impervious to fire I think these podcasts
1: are now something like 4% ghost and I think by the end of this year we're probably looking at 18% ghost
0: I fucking hope so
1: yeah me too alright bye for now then yeah keep it canty.